You can watch the Menace to Sports podcast on YouTube live every day at noon, Monday through Friday. You can catch it on iTunes, Amazon Music. It's where you get your streaming stuff. And let's talk to Zach Smith. Before we get in the game, uh, let's talk a little bit about Michigan and get up to up to date. Zach, what's going on, man? Hello, Zach. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. Congratulations on the Menace to Sports podcast. You are killing it, brother. Well, I appreciate it, man. I'm just over here talking trash. It's amazing you can do that for a living, isn't it? It sure is. I and know. while we're in morning radio, you're selling a podcast. The story like uh, that one up north there in Ann Arbor is gold. Oh, my gosh. You, you literally – it's – I said when it first broke, I said, listen, I didn't pray for this to happen, but I'm giving prayers of thanks. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. What do we know? What's the facts? Because a lot of it's coming from pictures on social media, but what do we know? What are the facts? Yeah, I mean, all we really know is there was a guy that worked for Jim Harbaugh that set, I mean, that was a sociopath, basically. I mean, he had a 600-page manifesto about how to run Michigan football, and he set up a, a, an organization to basically pay these, these people to go to opponent, future opponents' games and video their sidelines, their signals. It's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty big deal, but it's I think it's the audacity that's the biggest deal. It's like, wow, like this is blatantly illegal. This takes a lot of effort, and this is so big that there's no way that someone like Jim Harbaugh didn't know about it. And Jim Harbaugh, now they didn't rescind the offer, but it's on, quote, hold. He was gonna. He was set to sign a new deal that would have made him the number one paid, the highest paid coach in, in the entire country. It's on yeah, hold there's now. No, there's no doubt. And, yeah. and it's funny, if you listen to Michigan fans, there's so much um, just, I don't know, I don't, I don't even know if you call it ignorance, but they're just ignoring it, right? They, they really just, they're, they're acting like this is not a big deal when all signs are pointing to this is a major deal. And that's the, the greatest example, the, the newest example, is they had this massive deal that was supposed to already be signed, and now it's on hold, and you're like, no, this is, this, there's definitely something coming down here, and it might be more immediate than, than people think. Is it major, though? I mean, Jerry Sandusky is major. Three yeah. years ago, paying high school seniors to come to your college, that was the death penalty. The program has to be dismantled. Now, look, now we're – that was just three, four years ago. Now we're paying kids to come. I mean, is it really major? I don't know. It's, it's not major. What they did wasn't major, but just the, the audacious nature to do it. Just yeah. Knowing that it's, Knowing that it's highly illegal, knowing – I mean, I'm telling you, I, I think I coached for 13 years. I've never heard of or imagined someone doing this. And, and like, like you said, it's not really that big a deal, but just I guess the, the arrogance to do it is what's, what's wild. Yeah, it yeah, is arrogant. Where was Zach Smith, <laughs> Menace to Sports Podcast. Catch it today, noon, YouTube, and you can hear it on all the stream service. I'm, I'm with you. I don't think it's a huge deal, but I think that you saw it with Tattoo Gate here at Ohio State. The NCAA doesn't like deliberate attempts to break the rules, and that's where I think they get hammered. Not for what they did, but they just broke a rule and they should know better. Yeah, with, without a doubt. And it's similar to the Trestle deal. Like, how big a deal was that? It really wasn't a big deal. No, it wasn't. Right. But they were like, yeah, I don't know. He knew it was illegal, and he didn't. He hit it, and he didn't tell us about it, and, and it's that. They, when they feel disrespected, they're going to bring the hammer down, even if it's not that big a deal. Hey, which, which is interesting because it probably it won't be long in the future. The NC2A is probably going to be out of the college football business. They'll be a commissioner with this 60-team league, and NC2A doesn't have the power it used to, at least over football. 
No, it definitely doesn't. I mean, no. it's been a dying organization. Yeah. I mean, all of Mark Emmert's tenure, and I think I think since he left and this guy Charlie Baker took over, they're doing a much better job. I mean, shoot, we actually hear about them. When Mark Emmert was around, you heard about Miami doing uh, all this audacious things on yachts with recruits, and it was like, what happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. <laughs> like, So at least there, there's some action. There's, there's some activity. Hey, from a – and you know this, they, there's pictures of the intern. He was labeled an intern mm-hmm. on the sidelines. Does an intern from your coaching experience is an intern on the sidelines? And very, very rarely. And, and it, most of the time it's like a special teams intern, just because you need a guy to like, you know, hold cards for this, the punt team before they go out or, but it's a 99% of interns are in the box charting plays, right? With a pen and clipboard. They're just, they're doing those mundane tasks that you need done. And the one thing that you I've never heard of or ever seen was an intern speak to a full-time coach during a game. Like if, if that happened at Ohio yeah. State, that intern would never, ever, ever be at the game again. Urban would fire them. Yeah, do you think we're going to see the helmet uh, technology they use in the NFL on the heels of uh, the sign stealing? Oh, yeah, this this is the, the fuel to the fire. I mean, they already – approved that that teams could use it in postseason play this year to kind of test it out and then in the spring and this is going to be the final nail in the coffin and i don't know why they haven't had it i mean it's honestly it it just doesn't make any sense joel clatt says that publicly all the coaches say we should have it and then they tell their ad's privately no because we do it too we don't want to do it that was joel clatt said that i mean that's that that's never been the opinion of anyone i've spoke to okay yeah Um, I don't know where he got that from, but he said coaches don't want that technology because they all do what Harbaugh's been doing. See, all coaches, all staffs try to steal signals during the game, right? As the game's going on, you're trying to get a beat on what what plays they're calling. And you may have an intern or GA, like, watching their signal caller and trying to figure it out. That's That's not a big deal. Everyone has done that. That's been going on since the beginning of signals. The issue is the way they went about it, right? The, the, the sending people to other games and yeah. that stuff. And, like, the the sheet that I had somebody at Ohio State send me of, of my, my former intern, Keenan Bailey, like, they had a detailed breakdown of what color shirt he wears and what percentage of the time he wears them. Like, holy cow. Wow. Wow. Zach Smith yeah. also with us. Menace to Sports Podcast today, noon, YouTube. Hey, uh, let's talk about the game a little bit. Kyle McCord, it just seems to me that the game is really fast for him. Yeah, it is. Um, he, I've said all year long, this. I think this defense is so good. And guys like Marvin Harrison Jr., Travion Henderson, having him back, my gosh, what a difference. Two hundred yeah. Over 200 all-purpose yards. I mean, with the talent they have, Kyle McCord, his, the only thing he has to not do is throw it to the other team. That's it. If he doesn't throw it to the other team, I think this team's good enough to be like 2002 and maybe even win it all. But if he throws it to the other team against a really good team, that's going to be the end. And Wisconsin, fortunately, wasn't you know had a backup quarterback. Their their starting running back kind of got dinged up and knocked out. I mean, because of that, I think they, Ohio State was able to have a 14 point win with Kyle throwing two picks. But that's that's one of those problems that it's like, well, got a 14 point win on the road. That's a great win. But at some point. That's not going to be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I think when the ratings come out today, Ohio State could very well tomorrow. be or tomorrow yeah. could be number one with Michigan with the bye and Georgia bounced back, but they're still they're three or four. They'll be top five, but they're not number one. Well, no, they shouldn't be. I mean, Ohio, despite you know all the criticism you could give, kind of you know it's like over analysis equals paralysis. Despite all of that, 
they have four really good wins. I mean, no, I mean, right? It's the best resume in the game. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, and so I don't know how you ignore that. Yeah, and and you know, I'll tell you what, defensively, and Denzel Burke's playing better, and that interior defensive line, Zach. And the game's changed. I think people look back, and when John Randall was getting 15 sacks a year, that's not the defensive tackles outside of Aaron Donald, what they do. They're more of disruptors. They stop the run. They pressure the quarterback. The defensive tackles on this team, the guys in the middle, man, they are disruptors. Oh, there they're, they're are three of them, and I think they're probably the three, the best trio in college football. I mean, you might be able to find, like, Jerzon Newton at Illinois is just probably going to be a top-ten draft pick. You might be able to find a player that is better than one of them or a couple of them, but you're not going to find a group of three, Ty Hamilton, Tyleek Williams, and Michael Hall Jr., that are as disruptive as these three. I think they're they're the, the core of the defense. They make it all go. Yeah, and the, and the, I tell you what, it's it's what have you seen when you break down your film because you do another breakdown of film. It's a, uh, another thing you do. What are you seeing on this defense, why they're so improved when you watch the tape? I mean, because there's been an improvement that you've seen since week one to now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's mostly pass coverage. I mean, you know, nowadays, and I learned this from Nick Saban, you know, it used to be stop the run, stop the run. Nowadays, you've got to build a defense from the back forward. You've got to stop the pass. With how offenses are, you've got to stop the pass first and then be disruptive in the run game. And this secondary's night and day from last year. I mean, Jordan Hancock being the third corner, he's playing out of his mind for, for cornerback three. This safety group with Lathan Ransom and Josh Proctor, Sonny Styles. I mean, the back end is just playing so well that all of a sudden the run game, the, the rush defense looks better. Everything looks better because they're able to stop the passing games. Hey, what's your worry on this offensive line? I saw Josh Fr- Fryer literally block air on Saturday night. Like <laughs> yeah. he, there's a play, Jerry. I don't know if you saw it, but he blocked I, air. I was watching pretty intently, but I don't. I didn't see that. Yeah, he blocked air. Yeah, yeah Josh is a concern. I mean, I think he's he's. A, He's a little stiff um, for for at least. I mean, thankfully he's a right tackle, but I think it's a work in progress. I think I've seen Josh look decent at times. Um, Josh Simmons, I think, is is a is a twitched up tackle that just he's he's young and doesn't have a ton of experience, but I think he has the tools to be a really good tackle. Then I, th- I think the interior three have been pretty solid. Uh, Carson Hinsman at center could he needs to play better, but it's it's the least. I don't want to say the least of my concerns on offense, but. They, the offensive line also has gotten a lot of bad breaks on instances where it wasn't their fault that a run play didn't work. And it's hard to see on TV copy, but there's times where Kyle McCord's reading his defensive end and he hands the ball off and the guy he's reading tackles the, the running back. And, and watch on TV, you're like, what is this offensive line doing? And you're like, well, they, they did what they were supposed to do. Kyle just didn't read his guy. Uh, Zach Smith is with us, the Menace to Sports podcast today at noon on YouTube. So today, obviously, Monday Tuesday, you're still going over, uh, you know, Saturday night's game and then looking forward. Do you do big guests and stuff on the podcast? Who do you get? No, not really. Um, it's mostly just analysis. Okay. And talk about college football. I, every, in the offseason, I'll bring guests in occasionally. Or, like, you know, when it's time for the rivalry game, I'll probably right. bring in a for, former player or two. But, but right now, I don't need a guest. I can talk about Jim Harbaugh all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jerry was mentioning before he got on, is and you would know better than we would. Is there something with Jim Harbaugh's personality where just people don't like him? Yeah, he's just weird. You know, people don't people don't like weird people. Yeah, he's just he's just strange. And I I met him at a camp in Detroit one time and walked away like that's one of the strangest human beings I've ever met. Yeah, because his old man's a legend, Jack, brother John in Baltimore. 
he seems like uh, okay, but yet for years it's just trouble everywhere he goes. Yeah, and it's just it's, he's polarizing. It's, he is polarizing. I mean, it's things like sleeping over at a recruit's house in and, a onesie. Yeah, yeah, right. Like <laughs> taking your shirt off and khakis and playing speedball with a bunch of young kids. Like it's just he just does things. You're like that. That's that guy's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, we appreciate it. Some great stuff, Zach. Appreciate you having me on. All right, take care.